Welcome to the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Canine PT Academy Podcast, Business Lessons for Canine Rehabilitation Therapists. So now we're going to start shifting gears. We did a lot of the different interviews. Hopefully you found those helpful. We had a couple episodes where I answer your questions. So thank you guys so much for submitting those questions. Really, really appreciate it. And then today we're going to start diving back a little bit into marketing. Okay. But before we uh, get to that, just a few things that I wanted to share with you. First of all, uh, our Facebook group, the Canine Rehabpreneur Group, Empowering Canine Rehab Business Owners. Okay, uh, We sent an email last week, shared that already with you guys and stuff. already have over 100 people. They have joined the Facebook group, some great discussions, some great things going on. And I would love to have all of you not only join the group, but also invite other people into the group who you know might benefit from it. So if you have a colleague who uh, is also a business owner in our field or thinking about opening their own business or someone who uh, is going through the certification and know at one point they're going to want to open a business, that's a great resource for you guys to invite them and share with them so they can join us and start learning more about uh, the business sides of things. Gio and I, uh, we're going to be always sharing a lot of resources, a lot of things. We have some fun stuff planned for that group as well. And if you haven't joined it yet, we're going to post the link on the show notes too. So make sure to join us on the Facebook group where we can have a lot more discussion. Okay. Second thing, which I teased last week, and we are definitely ready to launch and you can find more information by following the link on the show notes as well, is our brand new marketing program, the KNIPT Academy Marketing Blueprint. Okay. So what we heard from a lot of people is that they really wanted to have better control of their marketing, uh, have a better idea on what to focus on and not feel overwhelmed with by everything that can be done with marketing and also figured out how to best approach different things. So how to best approach building relationship with veterinary clinics, how to best approach uh, 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 their uh, Google strategies, both organically and paid ads, how to best approach community events, you know, and, and a lot of other things when it comes to marketing. And that's what this four week program is going to be about. Okay. So this four week program, it's going to, um, be made up of a series of like pre-recorded videos for you guys to watch it. And you're always going to have access to those videos and resources afterwards as well. Okay. And then we're going to couple that with four live group calls, where we're going to have a Q&A discussion centered around the topics for those weeks. Okay, so we are opening registration right now, although we do start the program on uh, uh, August 23rd. Okay, we do start those calls on August 23rd. And then a couple weeks before that, you guys are going to be able to start going through the pre-recorded videos. Okay, uh, one thing I'll say is that because this is a launching, this is the first time we're offering this program, there is going to be a, a special deal for it. Okay, and I'll be upfront to say that this is indeed going to be the cheapest price point that you're ever going to be able to take this course. Okay, regular price is $495, but we are giving a discount that is going to bring that price down to 295 
okay 295 and you're going to have access to all the content not only while we're going through the program but afterwards as well that content doesn't go away you're going to have uh, a lot of resources templates things we're going to give it to you to help you implement the things that we're going to be teaching you along that program as well and we're going to be able to you know have discussion and stuff amongst the community not just with me so we can all learn from each other and know what's working for us so you can uh, uh, feel in more control of your marketing marketing and not feel overwhelmed by it okay so follow the link on the show notes if you have any questions please let us know and you know you're gonna see us promoting that on the facebook promoting that through email promoting that in the next few weeks as well so once again if you know anyone who would benefit from it this is a great starting point for someone who is just really feeling lost who doesn't know how to get new clients who doesn't know how to go about starting their business or they have a business that it just feels kind of like stuck it just feels like they're not growing they're not getting clients or even to be quite honest if you have a busy business okay we're going to talk more about that on a later podcast if you have a busy business and you think oh i don't need marketing because we have a wait list of four weeks already marketing is going to set the tone for you to run a more efficient business marketing is going to set the tone for you to be able to raise your prices for example okay and that's something where i feel a lot of businesses get stuck where they have a wait list of four six eight weeks but then I asked them, it's like, okay, then why don't you raise your rates? And they're like, well, I can't because if I do, I'll get pushback. Well, that starts with marketing. Marketing is the foundation for it. And we're going to talk more about a little bit later onto this podcast, but definitely on a future episode as well. Okay. So the K9 PT Academy Marketing Blueprint, for more information, follow the link on the show notes as well. Okay. But let's get to uh, today's podcast episode. Okay, and um, a couple of weeks ago, right after I got back from vacation, I attended a business conference where Dan Kennedy was the keynote speaker. And for those of you who might not be familiar with who Dan Kennedy is, I would actually highly recommend you reading some of his books in marketing because to put it in a nutshell, he is likely one of the, if not the most influential direct-to-consumer marketing guru from the last few decades, okay? He has worked as a consultant for many types of businesses, and in the healthcare field, he's well-known for his strategies uh, that are have been used widely over the last decades by uh, dentists and chiropractic offices. That's where he focused a lot on his uh, uh, um, marketing strategies in the healthcare field. Um, But, you know, business is business and those strategies do carry over through to physical therapy, to veterinary field, and of course, to our field of canine rehabilitation as well, okay? Because one thing to keep in mind is that those professions I mentioned, dentists and chiropractors, they don't require a referral from another provider, which for me, it was the reason why I gravitated towards reading a lot of his material over the years, because when I embarked on this journey of learning more about direct-to-consumer marketing, I wanted to figure it out how to actually do that okay and i've shared this before uh, but one of the main challenges when i opened the canine pt back in 2017 was the fact that the local veterinary clinics uh, uh, around us in chicago didn't really trust me okay and i don't blame them for it but there were two reasons why they didn't trust me one was because i am not a veterinarian 
and they had been conditioned to send rehab referrals to veterinarians at that point in time. There wasn't any non-veterinarian doing rehab over here. So they didn't even know that that was a possibility, that that was someone they could partner and work with. So there was some hesitation on that sense as well. But then also the clinic where I worked at uh, for a couple of years before opening the Canine PT, they opened, um, it was the early 2000s, I can't even remember. So at that point in time in 2017, they had been open for almost 15 years at that point in time, meaning they had a 15-year lag on me and the veterinary community was conditioned to send referrals to them because they were, for the longest time, the only place offering rehab uh, um, and other services um, to, to, the, the, to the pet population in Chicago. Okay, And as you can imagine, it was very frustrating to try and build a business that I'll have to rely on veterinarians sending me referrals. And what I've realized is that it was going to be a very hard business to build. It was going to be a business with a lot of up and down because I wouldn't have control over those referrals. And that's when I decided to figure it out how I could kind of like skip that middle person and start to learn more about direct to consumer marketing strategies, which over time developed into the strategies from, you know, you have heard me calling real marketing. Okay, and one thing to keep in mind, and I say this often, of course, to those of us who need a referral to see a patient in animal rehab, which uh, for a majority of the time is uh, physios and PTs, but in some instances can also be massage therapists, chiropractors, and so forth. But what I say is the fact that the referral itself does not mean that we can only see a dog if the veterinarians themselves have directly referred to us. Okay, and let me explain what I mean by that. What it means is that we need a referral form signed for, uh, by the veterinarian for us to see those patients. And along with that referral, of course, there needs to be a certain criteria that needs to be met. You know, such as established VCPR, a medical diagnosis, um, and, and the fact, well, I guess that would fall under established VCPR, the fact that the veterinarian has seen the dog for that particular injury, for that particular issue, right? So, for example, if a person finds us online uh, and they contact us because their dog just started limping on their back leg over the weekend when they were playing at the dog park, and upon talking to them on the phone, we realize that they haven't seen their vet for it, then we explain to them that we cannot see them until they have seen their veterinarian and there is a medical diagnosis associated with it. And then at that point, we will know better if rehab would indeed be something that would be helpful to them, right? So that's kind of like what I, what I mean by it. But what it does not mean is that a pet owner cannot find us through a different way besides their veterinarian. Right? They can find us through Google. They can find us through community events. They can find out about us through other pet businesses. And then at that point, if there's not those issues, like I just mentioned as on that example, that they have not seen their vet recently for that issue, then we can collect the referral form along with the medical records so we can then proceed, proceed to do an evaluation with that patient. So hopefully you see the difference on what I mean by that, because sometimes when I talk to physical therapists, they get so caught up with like, well, but I need a referral from a vet. So that means that uh, a, a, a pet owner can only come to me through a veterinarian. And that's not the case. We can get the referral from a vet after we have 
talked with the pet owner after they have found us through other ways and then we contact the veterinary clinic to make sure we're following of course all the correct uh, uh, procedures and processes and stuff right and there's a big difference in those two scenarios okay and we need to understand that so we can understand how do we approach a marketing strategy that doesn't rely only on veterinary referrals okay because what i want to share with you guys today is some of my takeaways from spending a day on that business conference with dan kennedy speaking about marketing and of course i have tons of pages of notes so i'm just going to share some of my main takeaways but it all boils down to that direct to consumer marketing approach which it is if you guys have been listening to me if you have gone through any of my programs or anything like that it is something you you're familiar with right that it's not like I'm saying, oh, veterinary referrals are bad and we shouldn't build that relationship. No, we even are going to teach you how to do that through the Marketing Blueprint program, just like I have taught many people how to do that through our Business Accelerator programs um, that we had through the years. But I want to build up on it and teach you to not have to rely just on that and also build other sorts of referrals that are all going to complement each other and help you build a much more sustainable business. Okay, so hopefully that that makes sense but let me share some of the takeaways that i have from dan kennedy and how that applies to our field of canine rehab okay first one is that most people think that advertising and marketing is about simply attracting new patients but in reality it is about attracting the patients that you want to attract and that's very important distinction okay because it's also a, 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 a marketing strategy that's going to help attract the patients that you want to attract. It's also going to screen out the patients you don't want to attract. Okay, so I can give an example for our clinic, the K9PT. Our model is very centered around really focusing on uh, empowering the pet owner by really getting them involved with a consistent home exercise program. That's a big part of what we do. And we relay that message across to them in multiple ways. So what happens is the people who come to us tend to be very invested into wanting to learn each time how to do things at home, how to progress exercises, what they should be doing until we see them again in a week, two weeks, or whatever it may be. And because of that, we have a very high compliance with our clients. Because if you are a pet owner who... You know, let's say you're ju you just have a busy schedule. You work 70, 80 hours a week and you're like, you know what? I don't have time to do the home exercise program with my dog and I don't mind paying to take my dog somewhere where they're going to do that and just do that two, three, four times a week. Then we're not the best fit for them and that's okay. And that's okay because it doesn't fit our model to do so. Okay? And that's something very important to keep in mind. And it also becomes about understanding that you can, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, get rid of customers who don't fit your values because you become in control of finding clients who value you and helps you build the autonomy that you're looking for in your business, right? Suddenly, you're going to have a clientele of people who truly value you, who understands you, who are compliant with what you want them to do. You know, the home exercise program was just one example. Maybe your business model is different and that's okay. But you got to figure it out how you're going to attract the client that fits your business model. And if you're clear on who you are for, then you're also going to be very clear on who you're not for. 
And we've got to be okay with that understanding, right? Another good example I can share is the fact that at our clinic, we like don't see any uh, sporting agility performance type of dogs. Why? Because our marketing messages is not catered to them. And that's okay. That was their own purpose because that was not a clientele that I wanted it to, uh, uh, um, to really work with. I wanted it to focus more on other types of clients. I wanted to focus more on the senior dog. I wanted to focus more on the dog that had an ACL tear. And that's who we tend to attract the most. Okay? And it's very hard for us to be able to be for everyone. We need to be able to figure out who we are for. And even in the field of animal rehab, where we tend to think that like, oh, but I just want to help every dog. No, you got to figure it out. Who is the dog that you want to help? Who is the client that you want to help? And really hone down on your message to attract that type of client, to attract that type of dog. Okay? Second takeaway is that there is a price for every person and a person for every price. Let me say that again. There is a price for every person and a person for every price. If there was just one price for everything, then everyone would drive the same economy car, everyone would have the same TV, everyone would have the same phone, and so forth, right? But what good marketers do is good marketers understand that there is an enormous price elasticity in every sector, and it has nothing to do with the product or the service being delivered but more to do with the person who is buying and the customer experience that it comes along with that process. All right? It is about the who rather than the what. And if you get them to understand that you are the go-to person for rehab with their dogs, then 99% of people honestly do not care how do you go about it. Meaning they don't care if you do underwater treadmill, if you do acupuncture, if you do dry needling, if you do exercise, if you do this, if you do that, like insert modality, insert equipment, insert service, whatever it may be. All they care for is, are you the go-to person for me to help my dog? Okay? And we got to keep that in mind. And who you want to attract has a lot to do with how much you can charge. And it's always much easier to run a business that focuses on a lower volume of patients, but that attracts the right type of clientele that really, really values you. And I don't mean, here's the thing, because then people are like, oh, but friend, that means you're only going to work with dogs from people who are rich. No, there are many strategies that go around that. There are many ways to make people be able to see the value and work with you and pay you what you're worth. Okay? And also, you being able to charge what you're worth is going to allow you to actually do more pro bono type of service. Because that's the other thing. We all have so much empathy in our field right? That's a a natural trait of basically everyone that becomes a canine rehab therapist. So we want to help every dog. We want to work with with every rescue, but we can't. And sometimes 
we would do so because of course we have that empathy and we don't want to help that dog and we will do so in the detriment of our own business and we're going to take that pro bono service but how about you take that pro bono service and don't feel guilty about it because that's that's when the issue happens is that you take that pro bono and then you feel guilty about it because you're not making any money from it but how about you take that pro bono you don't feel guilty about it because you know that you build a business model that would allow you to do so because of how much you charge your regular clientele right so it's not about just seeing dogs from people who can afford you no you 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 make the process easier for them to afford you and it allows you to do more pro bono services and I could do a whole podcast on how you make that process easy for them to afford you. But, and I think I discussed this before, but it is, it is about potentially offering ways that they can pay you that doesn't require them from just have to pay for the whole uh, uh, package of rehab up front. Because sometimes if people just spend thousands and thousands of dollars in a surgery and they don't have pet insurance, that can be a challenge. So how do you allow them to work with you? It's make it easier for them to work with you. And that's something that we do teach in very much detail in the Business Accelerator program, where it goes much way beyond marketing, goes through sales, operations, processes, and everything. <clears throat> okay? Now, at this point, you might be asking yourself, but Fran, what does marketing have to do with how much we charge? Right? I thought this podcast today was about marketing. But marketing has to do with a whole lot more than just acquiring new clients, just acquiring new patients. Marketing, for example, is about positioning and preeminence, okay? Positioning is about what you stand for, is about what truly makes you different and how well you communicate that to your audience. It is the message that you craft specifically to that target audience, to the people you want to attract, that will allow them to start understanding that you are providing to them that what I'm sorry, that what you are providing to them goes well beyond just a modality of service or even canine rehabilitation as a whole. That's positioning. And preeminence is what people believe to be true about you before they even become a paying customers. Right? So for example, how you show to them the ways you've helped other dogs that are dealing with the same issues that they're facing. Or maybe what do other people that they know, other businesses that they uh, 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 patronize and stuff say about you, say about your staff, say about your clinic, right? How the community sees you in your clinic and your business. That's going to say a lot about the preeminence that you have on your market. And with both of those things, positioning and preeminence, you are allowing potential clients to choose you because they like you, they like your business, and they like what you stand for. Not necessarily what you do, not necessarily what you offer, but what you stand for. And because of that, a real marketing strategy with positioning and preeminence would allow you to set yourself apart from the competition when also when it comes to the price points. Hopefully you, you, you see what I mean by it. Right? That's why a real marketing strategy goes well beyond just filling up your schedule with new clients, with new patients. One of my business mentors wants to put it this way, is that real marketing is about truly, madly, deeply understanding who your perfect patient is and crafting the marketing message that promises to solve their specific problems. And I love the definition of it. 
Because if you do that consistently, and if you do that over time, that it is going to resonate gradually with more and more people. And most importantly, it's going to resonate with the people who you truly want to work with. The people who, like I said earlier, you want to attract. Right? Because where everyone else is trying to sell themselves as a jack of all trades, as the canine rehab clinic that helps everyone, that helps every dog out there, you're going to be positioning yourself as the go-to therapist, as the go-to clinic for solving their specific problem. Right? Much like I mentioned a little bit earlier that I was okay not being the jack of all trades and also helping agility competition dogs. And I wanted to hone in on becoming the go-to clinic for something else. Okay? The other thing that really ties up with marketing as well that you might not think about is how you answer the phone and how you and your staff answer the phone, how it has a tremendous impact on your marketing itself. Okay? Shared this before, but that inbound call should not be a scheduling call. And that's something that was just very interesting hearing Dan Kennedy say over and over and over again, that that inbound call is not a scheduling call. It's not just about setting up an appointment. And it should be about instead an experience and relationship building type of call. Right? So then how does that tie up with marketing? Right? Because a lot of us might be thinking, well, if they already called us, if we were talking with them on the phone, then marketing has done its job because they found us and they called us. And that's what marketing is about, getting people to find us, right? (laughs) Wrong. Hopefully you know that by now. The relationship building starts with marketing and it continues through that phone call and through a nurturing process that should be a whole part of your marketing strategy. But for the nurturing process to take place, that phone call should also be an opportunity to capture data. Otherwise, how are you going to follow up with them if they don't schedule? Right? So capturing their phone number, capturing their email is going to allow them, it's going to allow you to follow up with them. It's going to allow you to check back on them in a few days or in a week. Is going to allow you to enter them into an automated email sequence that is going to send them a series of emails over the next couple months, explaining more what you do, educating them, sharing different case studies, sharing success stories, sharing more about how you can help them so they can see the value that you bring to them. Okay. And then finally, the last thing I wanted to share from spending a day with Dan Kennedy on the business conference is that marketing is the foundational block for your whole customer journey. Okay? How do we make our customer experiences stand out? How, you know, this is a good one, and I talked about this before, I remember. How do small businesses like ours actually have the leverage compared to the big corporate places? And it's through the customer experience. It is through the customer experience that you can provide and the large corporate places cannot. Okay, a true understanding of your customer experience will be one of your biggest advantages as a rehabpreneur and business owner. And that customer journey starts with marketing. It starts with knowing your audience inside and out. It starts by crafting a message that's going to connect with them. 
by having a website that relays that message and allows them to take that next step in a relationship with you. And then a phone call that builds up on that relationship rather than just being, like I said earlier, about booking an evaluation. Their customer journey with you does not start once they arrive at your clinic for the evaluation or once you arrive at their home if you are a mobile canine rehab therapist. It actually starts from the moment they hear about you or find you online. And for that customer journey to take place in a way that portrays the value that you bring to them, you're going to have you're going to need to have a very dialed in marketing strategy. Right? So for example, here's a very brief example. People ask me about allowing um, using those like online scheduling platforms to allow people to build their evaluations, to build their follow up to uh, not build book. I mean, to book a session with you kind of stuff. Right. So doing so adds a lot of convenience and for the solopreneur, for those of you who are busy and don't have any help, it saves you a lot of time. So I do get that. But does it add to their customer experience? Yes and no. Yes, potentially for someone who only cares about convenience. But here's a question to ask yourself. Will someone who primarily cares about convenience likely be the person who commits to a full plan of care with you? Or would they be the person who after you see their dog two, three, maybe four times and their dog's feeling better, they're going to be like, oh, well, we're just going to continue this on our own right now. Right? Will the person who more than likely commits to a full plan of care be someone who actually values building a relationship and patronizing a business that shows that they truly care about them? A business that actually spends time with them on the phone call, hearing about their struggles, hearing more about their dog. Right? So once again, online scheduling platform, it can be helpful. I'm not saying it's the wrong thing to do, but does it add to your customer experience? That's something that only you can decide depending on the type of business that you're building. Okay? And here's the other thing, even in terms of recruiting too. Right? Recruiting good talent, both for clinicians and administrative staff. Like, put yourself in the shoes of a, like a therapist. Would you prefer to work at Clinic A, where you see 14 to 16 dogs a day for 30-minute sessions and barely any breaks in between? Or clinic B, where you see six to seven patients a day for 45-minute sessions with a 15-minute buffer in between appointments so you're not running like a nut and you actually get a, a good break in between those, right? My guess would be clinic B would be the preferred environment for most of us. So then the question really becomes, how can you charge enough for your sessions to generate revenue that's going to support that model? And how you build a marketing strategy that builds up on that and show people the value that you bring to them based off on that model. Right? Those are all things to really keep in mind and it all starts with marketing. And that's why marketing then becomes the greatest differentiator, differentiator, I mean, for you to build the business model that you want to build. And it doesn't mean that you need to become the next marketing expert, but you need to understand its basic concepts. And you need to open your mind to the fact that the way marketing has been traditionally done for the first 20 years or so in the field of canine rehab cannot be the same way marketing should be done in the next 20 years. 
you can't just be the other alternative. You can't just be the other clinic doing rehab in town. The argument that, oh, but our clinic, uh, our, our clinicians are just better trained, or we spend more time one-on-one with patients, or this and that, or we have the latest piece of, of equipment and technology, or whatever it is, that, those arguments are just not enough to make yourself stand out anymore. And if, for those of you who are mobile also, here's the thing, <clears throat> be very careful making the fact that you're mobile and you add convenience to them, <coughs> excuse me, and you add convenience to them, be the center point of your marketing message. Otherwise, you're going to primarily attract folks whose main decision to work with you is going to be based off the convenience that you bring to them. And not necessarily the fact that they truly value the services and value that you provide. See the difference? So please ask yourself, who do you want to be for? Who do you want to attract? The worst answer that you can have is everybody. You need to learn how to fish rather than just getting fed. And for me, that's what I like to focus with our programs. I want you to master the basic foundations of marketing and understand the why rather than having a model like uh, 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 you can get out there that primarily focuses on giving you the resources and the templates, but not really spending the time helping you understand the why behind those things, the why behind different strategies, the why behind different marketing decisions, and even to a even larger extent, the why behind different business decisions. Okay, you need to understand those concepts, even if you are the one even necessarily doing the day to day marketing, even if you have a person that helps you out, you need to understand the bigger picture, you need to understand the strategy so you can relay that information down. And that's what the marketing blueprint is really going to be about. So check it out. And if you guys have any questions about the marketing blueprint, about anything else, let us know. And don't forget to join us on the Facebook group as well, if you haven't done so. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Canine PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for Canine Rehabilitation Therapist. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at caninepttacademy.com. That's hello at caninepttacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to caninepttacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheets, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.